Hello, I'm John Eldridge, and welcome to the Ransomed Heart audio podcast. For more information on Ransomed Heart Ministries, our resources, and events, please visit us online at www.ransomedheart.com. Welcome to the Ransomed Heart podcast. This is Craig McConnell, and I am joined in the studio again today by Dr. Brad Beck, my buddy, colleague, and uh, one of the uh, chief locomotives of Ransom Heart here at the (laughs) Outpost. Good to have you here this morning, Brad. Uh, Thank you, Craig. I haven't been called a locomotive in a while. The engine that drives the the machine. I'm the diesel. You are in so many ways. In fact, I'm going to call you Dr. Diesel from this point on. (laughs) Thanks. Hey, I... I wanted to share a a little bit of an update. Um, I'm sure as many of you or most of you know, um, I was diagnosed with leukemia a couple years ago and and, um, two months ago just finished uh, a six-month round of chemotherapy. And uh, so many of you have been so kind in praying for me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Kindness is expressed through notes or letters or whatever. And um, at another time and in some way, I would hope to be able to put into words how appreciative I am of that. But I want to give you uh, a little live update. All right. I think they'll love hearing the story of of these last few few weeks here. Yeah. Why do I have this big smile on my face? Oh, you've been through it, buddy. This has not been like, not only has the chemotherapy not been easy, but the way it looked is not, the way you thought it was going to happen, that exactly didn't happen. And that's what you're going to go into today, right? Yeah, yeah. The waivers I signed didn't include all this. (laughs) That's right. Other duties as a sign. Yeah. It it reminds me, actually, Brad, of... uh, Oh, gosh. A uh, number of years ago, my good buddy Bill Saris and I, um, there's this annual 4th of July, I think it was a 5K, but I'm going to say it's a 10K. <laughs> 10K. I'm pretty sure it was a 5. Yeah, I, I may have been 20. But uh, so we're going to run this 5K. And, uh, and I mean, it draws a crowd. It's a holiday. It's festive. It's a party. And it's a lot of fun, this uh, 5K along the uh, – uh, the ocean side down in Southern California. So we we do our, you know, 10-second stretch before the run, and off we go. And we're running this thing. And, and how much training occurred before this, well, either from you or Bill? You I know, mean, was there some prep? When you have a lifestyle of fitness, you can just jump into these things. <laughs> yeah, of course. That's what I was thinking. I just wanted you to just spell it out. Yeah, yeah, so... Yeah. So, we, so, Mr. Lifestyle Fitness, how did the race go? Well, we, we start out, and uh, the, the route was deceptive in that the, uh, there were these hidden inclines that uh, were just, just wore you out, just beat you, just beat you. And so Bill and I are, are running. And of course, I'm in better shape than Bill. He was, uh, he'd blown a gasket, and a seal, and a rod, and he was huffing and puffing and sweating. and He's burning oil. Oh, yeah, and you know we we hit we hit the midpoint, and then we start 
climbing the wall, they call it, on the Esplanade. They're just a mountain of a section of the road. And uh, I didn't realize how bad we were doing until the pregnant women with strollers (laughs) passed us. (laughs) With their dog on the leash? Oh, Now, uh, Bill accused me of tripping one when she passed me, but it, uh, no such thing It's not happened. true. Yeah, we're okay. Circulates. But, it's exaggerated. Uh, we're actually just dying. We're just dying. And we, uh, we round the corner, and we've got, uh, you know, we know the finish line. We can see it down this road, down the main part of town, and... Uh, and Bill and I are just just dying, and uh, but we decide, you know, Bill's a marine. I'm, a, you know, I'm, yeah. a, I'm a stud when it comes to uh, oh yeah competition, and, and uh, <laughs> thoroughly trained and prepared. So so I say to Bill, let's kick it. <laughs> I mean, there's thousands of people along the finish line, festive party, and and uh, so we decide we're going to end in a burst of glory and give it <laughs> everything we have. So we kick it. And, and we just go with full-on sprint. I mean, we're burning, you know, gallons of gas. Uh, we're dragsters, high tune. And you're passing people right and left. Oh yeah, oh. a few pregnant women and <laughs> children on tricycles, people on crutches, <laughs> veterans of foreign wars. <laughs> anyway, we kick it. We give it all we got, and I think we must have kicked thirty yards, maybe. <laughs> And then we were done, but we had another 60 to the finish oh, line. Gosh. So, oh, we just pulled up lame, short, just <laughs> exhausted, and are walking across the finish line, just totally gassed and embarrassed. And and that was my July 4th 5K. Okay. Now, how this ties in yes. is... Uh, Oh, my gosh. When I started chemo, I thought I was running a 5K, and and I gave it a kick, and the chemo ended after six months, and I'm still short of the finish line. <laughs> I thought when chemo ended, it would be done. It's over. Race is done. You know, get your T-shirt, get, right. a, get a power bar, a little yeah. bag with some, you know, health stuff in it. Get a and, picture with the fam. Yeah. Oh my gosh! So in Craig, it not only was what happened after the sixth session, but also you had a couple other sessions sort of dragged out a little bit because of they didn't like some of the numbers, and so they kind of pushed you back a little bit, and so it ended up even being a longer period than what you were yeah. told originally, right? Yeah, there were bumps in the road during the chemo that extended it, and then. I finished the chemo, and it's been about two months now, and there's been several bumps in the road since then. Since then. And I, I, think, I think the thing I wanted to say was one on the update level, just in terms of me and my health, is, um, boy, recovery is longer than I expected. This story I'm living in is longer than I wanted it to be. There's some real issues of me just saying, okay, this is not the story I would have written. This isn't the story I really wanted, but it is the story God's written, and it's the story I find myself in, in the readjusting and finding God in a story that 
may not excite you or may not be the one you want, but finding him in it. Right, right. And, and I think the other thought is simply that um, I thought I knew I had presumed to know where the finish line was and uh, had kind of uh, built my life around I can do six months of chemo and then, then I'm back. And uh, the finish lines, as we define them or think of them, often aren't where we'd like them to be. Right. And, you know, I'm not in a 5K. I'm in a feels like a marathon. And the adjustment that's required there when our stories don't unfold with the timing we want is huge. Right. Greg, you know, from our perspective here, you have lived well through this, and I know you have gone through um, days of discouragement. You've dealt with more physical things and emotional and spiritual things than than I expected to see happen because of, again, even as your friends, we're told, oh, you'll be done February mm-hmm. 10th. Mm-hmm. And it's over. Everything is steadily uphill from then. And then your last couple sessions get delayed a few weeks, waiting for some numbers to come back, to come back up for you to be in a better place. We're worried for you. We're praying for you. Uh, we're loving on you. But we also see that um, you kind of wearing down. Mm-hmm. And it's hard on us. But it's not as hard on us as it is on you. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know if you want to share a little bit about, you know, you pulled me in your office last week and were asking me if you felt like people were tired of you. Oh. I don't know if you want to go into that. We well, could... now that you brought it up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, um, just briefly, um, when the story you're living in isn't the story you would like. Um, And in my case, the story I'm living in is my health hasn't rebounded and I've had some complications and bumps and this recovery path seems extended longer than I anticipated. Um, There's a part of you that just gets tired of the story. And I came to Brad because what I was feeling was I'm just so tired of being the guy who's asking for prayer, needing prayer, the guy who's always sick, um, the guy who can't be around sick people, who has the bland diet, who this, this, and this, and this. And it's been eight months or so. I'm just tired of being the needy guy. I am tired of um, being sick. I am tired, and it, it feels like I am a drain. It felt like I'm a drain on everybody and everything, but I can't pull out of it. I can't right. change the story I'm in. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I came to you and just said, um, what did I ask you? You asked me, am I talking too much? Am I asking for too much prayer? I feel like a drain, Use yeah. the words you just said here. Am I am I a drain? Am I the downer? Am I the one that always asks for prayer? And boy, from my perspective, Craig, that that wasn't true at all. Mm-hmm. And I was I was shocked 
that that you thought that, but I could see where again, if you had interpreted the story to end in a particular way or at a particular time, when the twist occurs and it lasts a little longer and you have a few more side effects or you have a lingering thing or another issue seems to come out, side effect from chemo, you end up back in the hospital with something else. It just seems like another dumb thing that happens to Craig and you need prayer for it. um, From my perspective, personally, as your friend and as your co-worker here, I'd seen you coming back. I had seen strength. I had seen you had offered more of yourself. You're able to offer more of yourself. I felt like Craig was back. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was thrilled. Mm-hmm. And I was just shocked to see you so consumed with that you were feeling like you were weak and you needed prayer. And, yeah. and some of that was the enemy and prayed that off. I felt like some of it was uh, believing things that weren't true and then just praying for the grace of God to be able to walk into a little longer story yes. with a little different ending. And um, though what I wanted to do was offer you some perspective on yeah. what it looked like for me, but yeah. also to to pray and encourage you that you didn't you weren't weak we weren't tired of praying for you we enjoy praying for you we love your vulnerability that's part of who you are and what you offer us and so for you to pull back from that it surprised me yeah. um understandable but it really surprised me that day yeah yeah your words were life a couple things just it's remarkable, Brad, how much we need others to help us interpret our story and world. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Absolutely critical. You can't do this alone. I can't do this alone. And I'm in recovery. I think I'm on the right path. I'm expecting good news from doctors and for my health to continue to improve and get victory over this uh, cancer. Um, but I think the word of this podcast, or one of the words, is that, boy, we can misjudge the finish line, mm-hmm. and we can want a story that's different than the one we're living in. And um, when we're gassed, the finish line's been pushed out, or the story's different, we just deeply and profoundly need God. Need God. Amen. Um, all of us, at some point or in some time or in some way, are living in a story we'd rather be different. And it, it's at those times where I'm really pressed to know the author and perfecter of my story and my faith. Amen. He's a good author, and he alone can resolve the story you're living in. And we just encourage you, as, and as I say these words, I'm saying them to myself, to find him. That's your computer. Uh, my computer's on, folks. <laughs> You're getting yeah, emails. Getting emails. <laughs> it's good you get a little work done during the, uh, the, the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I've got four things going on. But seriously, um, I mean, find God. He alone can give you the right interpretation for your story. The one I'm living in has turned out I'm trusting to be a good one. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Ransom Heart Podcast. For more information about who we are, what we do, and 
the abundance of resources we have, go to RansomHeart.com.